Yo, this was a long time coming. We, I don't know how long we've been trying to record this pod. Uh, Julian, but what's up, bro? How you been? Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you know, just chilling, bro. Happy Thanksgiving to you. You know, good episode in before we feast. All right, so we want to finally record our NBA free agency uh, podcast. You know, we'll talk about what happened and all that. But I just wanted to get your thoughts real quick because we never really talked about it at all. Um, the Lakers and the Dodgers winning the title. I know both really meant a lot to you because, you know, the Dodgers haven't won in I don't even know how long. I, mean, I and, wasn't even born. And the Lakers, they've been in this drought for a decade. And now here they are, both champs. What? What? I know it's hard to answer. It's like picking what kid is your favorite, but like, what championship meant more to you? Which one did you enjoy more? Just break it down, bro. Um, I'm gonna pick the Dodgers. Um, cause just cause I've never seen them win ever in my life. Even when they were in the '80s, it was my dad's um team. Oh, yeah, stuff, I forgot so. to ask. How did your dad react? Um, he fell asleep. Uh, oh, this guy. <laughs> it's because Blake Snell was the last game, but he was the Rays was killing us, so he yeah. kind of figured they were gonna lose. So he, he was tired from being up so early that day, so he went to sleep. But then he woke up apparently, like when they were celebrating. So he saw the celebration, but he didn't see the last out. Mm. But it was good. It was emotional as hell. Um, I never thought I would cry <laughs> in sports ever since the Kobe incident, but I did. Um, but it was a fun time. Uh, it just sucks that we can't celebrate it, bro. Both teams can't celebrate it in, like in a parade and stuff. Because I told myself I was going to go if they ever win. But with COVID messing out all that up, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, they played hard, bro. They they didn't give up. And that's what we needed. And I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the Dodgers for doing what they did. And it finally happened, bro. We've been heartbroken so many times. At least with the Lakers. The Lakers just been trashed the past whole decade. Like, yeah. I really didn't have high expectations for them just to enjoy the season and hope for the best. But Dodgers is different expectations for them and stuff. So, um, kind of glad they did it. As for the Lakers, um, LeBron and AD, when I saw them playing more and more together throughout the season, I just I had started to get high expectations, and I wasn't really that worried. Um, nah, you were series. skeptical the whole season. I put the Nugget series. I was the Portland one. I was like, ah, uh, like I still. If if you look back, I picked the Lakers. Oh yeah, I'll we both did. We went, we went all the way to the finals. I picked them to win, and you picked I forgot who, but. I picked the Toronto Raptors and the Lakers. I picked the Raptors to win. Um, but once they got eliminated, I was starting to get a little more confident in the team and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I'm proud of Lakers too, you know. But to me, I want to see how they do it when COVID's all over. Because playing in a baseball stadium, like in a playoff um, environment, it's crazy and stuff. But it's not as, I don't think it's the same as a basketball environment in playoffs when. You know, you're indoors and the stadium is super loud and, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. Because in baseball, you can give out baseball signs to communicate. In basketball, it's straight up just calling the play and hope you hear it. So I want to see how the Lakers do when COVID's all over and stuff. And same for the Dodgers, but so, more specifically. Did they ever, like, make plans to reschedule those parades or not? It's just um, the Lakers announced, Jeannie Bust announced that she's going to do it once COVID's over. But I think that's going to be pointless if I see COVID being over as early as, like, this time next year, and by this time next year, we're going to already have a new champion for the NBA season coming up. So, I don't know. As for the Dodgers, I heard they're doing a virtual parade soon. Mm. Um, I don't know specifically if they're going to have it at Dodger Stadium where they just do it virtually or they're going to have people in their cars and just have the, the, the 
team bus go around the stadium in the city and stuff. But for the Dodgers, they're gonna plan. They're planning to do it this year. Just I don't know when. But the Lakers decided not to next year, which is pointless. But it is what it is. I mean, we won the championship. That's all that matters. I have writing rights on both <laughs> sports. Yeah, bro. I was like, damn, like that's because I know the Dodgers. That shit hurt you and Thomas a lot. So I was like. Yeah, I was every rooting year. for him. I was rooting for him, especially because y'all were fans and shit. And I was hoping the Astros would make it just so you guys could beat them. But you know, karma played yeah. it, played its way, and they couldn't make it. Rays went, Rays choked, and yep. But yeah, it, oh, you go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just the thing is, I I expect them both to win it next year. To be quite honest. These teams aren't going to go away. And yeah, they have the squad. We can jump right into it, bro. What a transition. A transitioning. The know? Lakers free agency, bro. I mean, what they added to what they lost, I know you and me have a little disagreement, but, like, I I, I think they got way better, Mm-mm. in my opinion. I disagree. Um, and everybody listening out here will probably side with you because just because they're bigger names. But, I mean, we lost defense, frankly. Like, we don't. We, we lost a good chunk of our defense. I know AD's our uh, defensive player of the year. He's an anchor of that team. But, I mean, you lose Avery Bradley, who, who was underrated in terms of guarding the other team's point guard. That's what I was telling you. They won it without him. He opted out. I mean, that's that's very true. But you didn't have Steph Curry in the bubble. You didn't have – you didn't go against Kyrie Irving. You know, you didn't – we really – other other than Jamal and, and uh, Lillard, I don't, I don't really – think we played a good point guard um in the other teams because he don't have they had Drogic but he was hurt um and for the Rocket series James Harden but they put Caruso on him just because he had a bigger like, he was bigger than Aiden Bradley if, if he had him there so I don't know I'm still concerned about that the defense Wes Matthews is a good pickup uh, he had so many he's had so many injury problems for the past I don't know how he's gonna play so he's a big question mark for me and I mean we have KCP back which is a huge huge uh Addition to us having having him come back, but he's getting paid a lot, bro. Did you see that contract? He's like three for forty, I think. Jesus Christ! Like I know he's a good, he's an important player in this team, but shit, Rich Paul, man. Any NBA player out there coming to the league, you should get Rich Paul as your agent because he's got to be finessing the league. I swear. Yeah, him and uh, Gordon Hayward's agent, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, and then just pointing on the interior defense, I know we have AD in there, but. <clears throat> I don't see Marcus All being the guy to slow down Jokic or you know keeping Nurkic from getting rebounds when we play Portland. Like there's little things like that, man. Like Marcus is good, but he's up there in age, and I don't know how he's gonna play either. He's a big question mark. Um, but in terms of offense, I'm not too worried. We're gonna probably be top seven, maybe five in the league in, in offense. But it's just a matter of who can can we slow down the other team because that's that's how we won it, bro. Quite frankly, I know you saw the games. Defense won us this, that championship this past year. So, yeah, no, I agree, but I just think like they're not gonna ask Harold to do what the Clippers asked him to do. Like now he can play; he's, he can le- legit come off the bench, give him give you guys pick and rolls. I mean, he's gonna score a lot. I don't know; they're just not gonna rely on him more. I feel like everybody's too too zoned in on Harold, and you have to realize he's not gonna have that big of a role that he did on on the Clippers. The Clippers asked him to do way too much, and that's why he got exposed. <clears throat> and I, I just think that that's a good move for you guys to get bench depth, and which, quite frankly, you guys didn't have shit last year. I mean, you had McGee and Howard. I would rather give uh, Harrow and Gasol those minutes than McGee and fucking Howard. I know 
I know you say Howard's good to your defense, like important to your defense, but he was just there to fuck with the other guy, which, yeah, it's important. It's like a low-key, like something you need on your team, but just I don't see Howard really making an impact. And then how he fucking tweeted, I'm coming back, and then deleted it and went to Philly. Like, yeah, I mean, who cares? Like, he got his ring. He, he dipped. He's not going to do shit in Philly, so. You know, I, we'll I, talk about Philly in just a second. Yeah, I just I feel really like you guys. Wanna, you, I feel like you guys got better. I'm not saying you guys are gonna be top ten defenders, but and you know this league nowadays is scoring, which I know you you guys you know shifted it a little bit in the bubble. You were more the you know defensive minded team because of Vogel, but I feel like you guys could you know replace the guys that you lost. I'm not they're not like game changing. You didn't lose AD. You didn't lose LeBron. Like, you guys are fine as long as you have those two. I mean, yeah, I agree. I can see why, though. Like, I can see the whole media and the whole social, like, Twitter talking about why the Lakers want free agency. I can see it. I mean, Schroeder's an underrated point guard. He's going to get you points. Um, Harold, as, like, you mentioned, Harold's a dog. He's going to he's gonna go out there. He could be the Howard uh, effect and get into people's skin yeah. and the opposing team and stuff. So, I agree. I mean, these pickups were nice and stuff, but I just – I really like the defense we had last year. I know Vogel's a defensive coach, so hopefully he can rally the team together again with the new guys and um, regroup and play some more defense because that was a huge part in our team. And I don't know. Like One more question I wanted to ask you, though. Who's going to sit for this squad? Because it seems like all these players that we have are all capable of contributing. It's, you know, like I could see Gasol being the McGee role where he starts five minutes, first half, and then he starts again, second half, five minutes, and he's gone. But, yeah. like... Kuzma's still in the squad, you know? Like, where is he going to fit in the rotation? More is big fact in the bubble. Like, are they going to give him the minutes? You know, like, I don't know. Caruso. Um, I think Dudley's coming back soon. I know he doesn't play, but, I mean, are they going to have a roster spot open for him? Like, it's just, so, I don't know. I, I, I don't think you guys are done, if I'm being quite honest. I feel like there's, really? there's still a move for you guys to make. <clears throat> I don't think Kuzma's going to be on the opening night roster. I feel like they can move him in a pick, whatever pick they have left, you know, to get somebody else, like a bench guy, rotation guy. But I don't think Kuzma makes his roster. Like you said, there's too many people. Kuzma's going to start complaining anyway. So I mean, maybe he won't, but I, I just feel like he's not going to be on the roster come whenever the season starts, oh, December. Like, I don't know. I just don't see it. But, um, yeah, I can see that, though. Like, Gasol starting. Harold's going to be your six-man. Kuzma, we'll see what happens. But you'll make it work. I feel like um, I feel like Caruso's going to start, too. So. Oh, definitely. Caruso deserved that spot. Yeah, Him Schroeder, and KCP. Schroeder, Caruso, KCP, LeBron, and AD. I, that would be my ideal lineup. But I know AD don't like playing the five. So yeah. Which LeBron, I... AD, and Gasol. That's why I think they got Gasol. He's going to get those McGee minutes where he starts the game, you know, gives AD his four role that he loves, and then, you know, take him out and go back to the small ball or put Harrell at the five when when uh, now, I wish I wish AD would play the five because you guys would be at such an advantage. Oh. I absolutely. I feel like come crunch time, that's what he's going to be because that's if you notice, other than the Nugget series, that's what he was playing in crunch time was the five. Um, but – I mean, yeah, like the whole season, though, ideally, it just depends on who we play. Like, if we play a small team like the Rockets, you know, you're not going to see Gasol out there as much. You're going to have the five. The Rockets aren't too small no more, but we'll get into that. They got Boogie. 
stuff. So I don't know, but yeah, that's my final take on the Lakers. I they're gonna be top of the West again, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, not maybe maybe two or three. I just feel like they might also uh, start slow this season, just because we started so early. Shit, they always do early. though. Yeah, so I don't know, and you gotta remember we added a, new, a couple of new guys that are gonna need some time to kept together. So we're gonna have a rough start, but at the end of the day, those are gonna cost us some 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 wins, and I think we'll get two three. But at the very least, but we'll see. They're gonna be a, one of the top teams in the West, guaranteed. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, to wanna... flip over real quick because they didn't really do much, but I want to touch on them real quick. Let's flip to the Clippers because yep. they the lost. Room. They lost Harrell. They didn't really add anybody. They just Ibaka, which is a good signing. But if you noticed, twenty twenty one, the Clippers are fucked. Like. The next free agency, if this doesn't work, if they don't get to the finals or something, Ibaka's player options next year. Kawhi's player options next year. Paul George's player options next year. So if this doesn't work out like it did this year, it's a wrap. Like, all the assets they gave away, everything, all, all the future, they just, you know, dwindled away for PG and, and, you know, everybody else that they got is like, I don't know. This is tough. Like, they have to win. This is, you know championship or bust for the Clippers especially I feel like if anybody has that it's them like they're really fucked if they can't do shit this season I agree and uh, there's reports that they're trying to trade Lou Williams away yeah. which is another essential piece to their bench so well, I, I mean, don't know what... Lou during the in the playoffs you can't play him like he's just you, you can't he can't guard nobody True. so it's like I get like offensively he's gonna be missed but like I'm surprised they didn't make any moves. Like they didn't get any really. They didn't get a true point guard like Kawhi wanted. Like I'm, I'm shocked. Like the Clippers are gonna be. I don't think they're gonna be top three. They're gonna take a step back in my eyes. They can. They will. I mean, the thing about it is, like you mentioned, the point guard position. But I mean, if they give up, if they're trying to trade Lou Williams, maybe that's what they're trying to look for in return. It's a, it's a quality point guard in return. But what, surprised me, dude. Where would that point guard come from? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Really. Where, what would that move entail? Like, who would, who, would like if it was if you were running the Clippers, who would you try to get? Um, the number one guy that pops out of my head is Eric Bledsoe from the Bucks. <clears throat> the it would be a fair trade on both sides. The Bucks, I feel like, need more offense. They they get a Lou Williams. Well, he got traded wow. to the Pels. So <clears throat> Bledsoe. Yeah, he was a part of the no. Drew Holiday trade. <clears throat> was he really Hill and Bledsoe? Wow. Did. Well, then I feel like he could he could still acquire him from the Pelicans because yeah. the Pelicans right now are trying to rebuild. <clears throat> so I don't know. In in all reality, Bledsoe's the number one guy though that pops out of my head. Um, he's he's a true point guard. He's gonna make plays. I mean, I know he's getting up there in age. I think he's 32, 33. But still, I mean, he he he's something the Clippers are gonna. That's probably their best option, honestly, because you lost Rondo who. I was super surprised he went to go take that money in Atlanta. Yeah, me too. Um, especially because he just felt like LA. I just felt like the city of LA was just treating him so well that he didn't want to leave. Just like the Harold situation, I think Harold took less money to come to the Lakers because he didn't want to leave the city of LA. So I don't know. Um, that's my best possible addition that they can get to make this team better is uh, Eric Bledsoe. Other than I heard. That, um, I can't think of anybody. Maybe, I heard I uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. From Brooklyn. I, see, the thing about Brooklyn is they have so many young guys. I don't think they're just going to give them up, though. I think they're going to want some quality things in return to get a James Harden, if possible. You know? Maybe. So, yeah. 
Like, I don't know, because the Clippers don't have draft picks either, so what are they going to give the Nets, you know? Like, a, a Lil yeah, Williams, I don't think will fit Red, you know? That's Paul thing, George, like, possibly. I, like you said, they don't. I, that's what I'm asking. Like, they have no options for a true point guard. Like, Jeff Teague would have worked, but he went to Boston. Uh, like you said, Eric Bledsoe, maybe George, maybe they get George Hill or something. Because, yeah, I don't see any options out there for them to get that. Because Pat Bev, he has to come off the bench to me. Definitely. Like, he can't start. So, yeah. I'm not too <clears> sure <throat> what they're going to do, but they're. I feel like they're not done as well. Like you, you and the Clippers, I feel like are one move away from finishing out the roster. But I mean, they have to move quick because, like the the Lakers, to me, have their roster. They don't like they. I feel like they're still trying to find it, and they don't really have much to give. So, they, you know, they're putting fucking duct tape and glue together to fucking get a point guard right now. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's, <laughs> it's one of the. Biggest question was the Clippers. Like, and I've seen it on media. They've been saying the Lakers are the ones that look like they're the ones that lost in the playoffs, and they're out here being aggressive. And yeah. So we'll see. I mean, the Clippers, yeah. I think it's funny to me since we're talking about both teams that one of the Twins got paid $15 million a year, and then the other one just took the veteran minimum to stay with to stay in the respective team. So that's crazy to me that <clears throat> uh, Markeith stayed with the Lakers and Markins got paid to stay with the Clippers. So They overpaid him. I agree, and the minute I heard that about that deal, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a wrap. We ain't getting Marquee back. We ain't, we can't afford him." And for him to take that veteran minimum, I don't know. It speaks a lot to the <clears throat> to the both the how the quality of these both organizations right now. Like for it just seems I don't know. To me, that says that Marquis took all that money just to, so he can stay. Like they had to persuade him through the money. And for the Lakers, they're just like, "Look, we have the, we have the team." We love you here, you know, and we just won. Marquis, yeah, yeah Marquis, I think, wanted to stay. He, period, you know, and I think Marquis wanted to leave, but I mean, he can't turn down fifteen million a year, so he ended up taking it, so he can stay there too. So I don't know. That just that that speaks a lot of volumes to me from both sides, because you know, if you also look into other contexts, Harold took less money to come to Lakers, mm-hmm. and I know Clippers didn't really like do much to keep him, but. For him to be trash talking right now on social media about how well the Clippers didn't want me this and that, you know, it just speaks volumes to me. I don't know why. And for Rondo to take all that money to go to Atlanta too, when a lot of heavy reports were coming that he might go to the Clippers, it's I'm telling you, man, it speaks a lot. This roster might blow up next year. It has and, to. I I don't think this is a championship team. Mm-hmm. Just from what I saw, like they like like we said all year, they played like they already won something. Like they didn't mm-hmm. win anything, and they were like, oh, let's. Let's fucking uh, do the load management the whole year. Like, why aren't you guys building chemistry? And that was their downfall in the end. Like, the Nuggets took advantage of that shit. They got too cocky up 3-1, and that was it. Like, Pat Bev and all them. Pat Bev was acting like he was a three-time champ the whole season. I don't understand that. That's why I yeah. feel like he has to go. Like, they have to trade. They have to package him, Lou Will, and something else to go get somebody that they really need and want because the chemistry there is just off. So, See, but it's going to be hard to move a Pat Bev contract because he's getting paid $12 million. Like, who's going to want to take a guy who's just all about defense? And I know I was just praising defense not too long ago, but when you have a guy that's all he can do is just play some defense and not help you out on the offensive side of the ball, he's going to be a liability. Well, and for well, him getting paid right. $12 million, yeah. that's a lot. What? So is that the last year of his contract? Yeah. 
Well, expiring deals are, are assets in in this league, especially move, moving big contracts like that. Like, you know, his expiring twelve million could you know they could use that salary to him and Lou Will's salary to get somebody else. But um, that's why I thought the Brooklyn idea wasn't too bad because. I feel like KD and Kyrie would love Pat Beverly because they're not going to have defense on that team. You know, if if in fact they get rid of LeVert, if in fact they get rid of uh, Dinwiddie and Allen and all them, they're not really going to have anybody, you know, off the bench besides Joe Harris, which he's probably going to start. But, um, like, I feel like Dinwiddie would make a lot of sense when I heard that. I was like, that actually makes sense, but I don't know if Brooklyn would be up for it, you know? Like, yeah, like you said, you know, James Harden, is a big question mark for them right now, and if they can get him, I feel like they'll they'll, they'll jump at the opportunity once it arises. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Clippers uh, are gonna do. Yeah, I was looking at his contract. He's he has two years left in his deal. He's got Ooh, okay. That's tough then, because then you're gonna have to have, you're gonna be with that extra year. Yeah, I'm not too sure then. Maybe they try to get Terry Rozier. I've heard those rumors too. Oh, I did hear that too. I did hear about I that. I feel like he would fit because they get a true point guard that can score. Now, mm-hmm. does he shoot the ball a lot more than he should? Yeah, but he can still create. He can take the load off of Kawhi, which they asked Kawhi to do way too much last year. Which, I mean, he's a star player, but he's not used to it. And he even said so. He's like, I want to. that's why he wants a true point guard because he wants to chill out for, you know, for the time being. Because I don't know. I, I still don't know if he's healthy or not. But whatever. I think we're talking about the Clippers way too much. I'll let you pick a team that you want to talk about next. The Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, um, essentially, I think they lost in free agency. Yeah, me too. Because they lost Jeremy Grant, Jeremiah Grant. Dude, he – and I know I know you have seen it, but a lot of people should too out there, especially Nuggets fans. He was your he was your main wing defender, and that's huge, especially with Durant coming back from Brooklyn, playing the Lakers in the West. Like, you got to have somebody who can slow down LeBron and KD. And Grant was – very underrated in terms of playing defense on LeBron. In that series, this is why we struggled against it. It was Murray and Grant slowing down LeBron, which relied more on AD. And he stepped up, don't get me wrong, but he slowed down on LeBron that, that good chunk of that series. And for them to lose him like that, that's big and stuff. And I know they added, uh, what's his face, uh, Patterson or uh, Green. Jermichael Green, there you go, because Patterson with the liquid. I was mixing them up. Yeah, he's going to be good on offense, but – you, you're, he's not. He's going to be such a liability on defense, and it's going to be huge. And yeah, that's he. They're my other loser of this <clears throat> free agency. He so really what that tells pick. me they they really want to see what they have at Michael Porter Jr., which is good. But like you said, he he's a really good defender. I believe so. I mean, a lot of people yeah. say otherwise, but he stepped up in the playoffs. He's a really good offensive player. I mean, it was always you know. Murray and Jokic, obviously, but when Grant would win, when Grant would step up and score like 15, 20 points, you're not beating him. That's just plain and simple. I agree. I agree. So for them to take this huge risk on MPJ, because we still don't know what he is, I mean, I, I don't blame them for wanting to know. Like, that's good that they're finding out, but I, I, I just feel like they're waiting for next year. I feel like they're like, maybe we can get, maybe we could try to swing the, the fences for Giannis or try to get Beal next year. Who knows? But, yeah, they, they did not get better. They're going to get a little worse. And... They are, too. And the thing is, I feel like they added too many guards. Yeah, um, RJ Hampton in the draft. RJ Hampton, is, which is a very underrated pick for me. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a sleeper he's gonna, for sure. That's what I was saying. I love that he went to the pros after high school. 
it's like Doncic, like he he know he has that experience. He's playing with grown men, like that 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 shit matters. At least to me, if I'm evaluating a player, like okay, he knows how to you know play with the big dogs, like not just college kids that are shooting threes all the time. Like he was getting, he even said it. I heard an interview where he's like, some like thirty. Like late twenties, early thirties, dudes are trying to punk me the minute I get out there because they see a little seventeen-year-old. Like that shit matters, bro. Especially because, like, he was a, a top scorer in high school, and then to go to New Zealand and come off the bench, like that humbles you real quick. So I, I feel like, <clears throat> you know, that that pick, like you said, is a really underrated pick. Nobody's really talking about, and I won't be surprised if he really thrives with this team. I agree. I absolutely agree. The Nuggets, I think that's one thing they did good is draft um, or trade for RJ Hampton. Yeah. So he's going to flesh in the league very well. Um, but, like, they also signed uh, this Spaniard uh, dude. This, oh, this yeah. Com- Composo or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't, know, like, how to, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, but, like, that one to me reminds me of the – do you remember when the Lakers were struggling five years ago? This is for my true Laker fans out here when we were going through the dog days. His name was Marcelo Huertas. Point guard, he was from Spain too. I remember we picked him up in free agency from Spain, and everyone was hyping him up, talking about how he's gonna do good in the league. And he ended up being kicked out of the league two years later. Uh, he did not do good in, in, hmm. in the NBA. Um, it just felt like it just feels like in Spain. And I know Luca's an exception, and like the Gasol brothers, but I, for the most part, I think Spain's more of a finesse kind of league. Like they're not tough boys down up there. Yeah. Um, and Pablo Prigioni is another name that comes to mind. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I think this pickup for the Nuggets is going to be bad. Um, and for I don't even know why they got it when they you, you have Murray and you just picked up RJ Hampton. And I know he's going to need time to develop, but still, like this is just a very questionable signing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I, like I said, they they lost Mason Plumlee too mm-hmm. to Detroit. They don't have a backup center. I mean, I know they got a Bobo. And they're kind of relying on him to be the next guy in the backup position. But I still have a lot of question marks about Bobo. Um, I had high hopes for him in the bowl, but he kind of disappointed me. He yeah. Didn't get... And, yeah, I don't know. This team's going to take a step back defensively, especially. I know you just mentioned MPJ. Um, they're going to give him his real shot now. But even if he becomes this superstar that, that some people expect him to be, I don't see him picking it up on defense, and that's going to be a problem. So. That's all I gotta say about the Nuggets. Yeah, let's since we since we talked about Detroit, what the fuck are they doing, bro? Like, what is Detroit doing? Jeremy Grant, what was it three years, sixty nine, something like that? Some stupid number. Three they, years, uh, sixty million. Oh man! And then they gave um, Mason Plumlee, I think, two or three for twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> the draft was very questionable. I, I'm not too sure why they went Killian Hayes over Halliburton, which maybe Killian Hayes is going to be better than I think, but Tyrese would have been, like you said, you texted me right when it happened, like, the Kings got a low-key, like, you know, if this shit can pan out, which I don't know because it's the Kings, I don't really trust their infrastructure, like I told you, but Tyrese and De'Aaron Fox would be nice if it pans out, and I thought Detroit was going to go that route once he fell to him, but I guess not. And now I, I I don't know what this roster is right now. They got yeah, they got th- two three things. wings and they have Blake and they lost Christian Wood so I don't I don't know what what they're doing. Yeah, I, this is a big, I don't know what the hell you're right. And you talk about how the Kings infrastructure you question. I think 
I mean, questionable. Detroit, yeah, Detroit is very questionable as well. Don't get me, don't so, get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. They're one of those teams, and I know somebody said in the media one time, they're one of those teams where they're not bad enough to be like a top three pick to get a superstar in the league, but they're not good enough to make playoffs. They're like in the middle of the road, and that's what they're gonna be for the next couple of years. Where they're gonna be just out of reach for the playoffs, but they're not gonna be a high lottery pick either, unless they win the lottery. But that, those odds are gonna be really low if they're twelfth or fifteenth in the order. So yeah, the Pistons are gonna have a couple rough years coming up, in my opinion. The only good thing I see out of this right now is Derrick Rose. Um, Rose, yeah, I need Rose. to get my man out of Detroit. To be honest, that's why I feel like the Lakers might get, but we'll see. I hope so, because we need a backup point guard. I mean, if you really think about it, we, we lost Bradley and Rondo, so we don't have anybody at the guard position, point guard position other than Shorter. Yeah. So we'll see. You're right. I I To me, I thought that we, I thought we were done, but, I mean, if we still have Kuzma and stuff, so we'll see. Maybe we trade him to Detroit for Rose. We'll see. But yeah, Detroit and Charlotte. I mean, those two are, like, trying to aim for the, the eighth or seventh seed, but I don't I, – I just feel like they should build. Like, they should the build for the future. Uh, I get it. With Charlotte, though, it's a different – for me, it's a different situation because you – the Hayward signing, I agree. That was one of the oddest signings, especially this season. Shout out to Hayward, though, for finessing them. $30 million. That's insane, though. It's because you got, you got LaMelo Ball. You know, you, you drafted him. I feel like you should start thinking about building a winner in that, in that city, especially because you're kind of in a – you have a three-year window with Lamelo because Lamelo, after three years, he can become a free agent. Because um, obviously, you know, right now he's under that rookie contract starting up next year. But I think they're in a more of a window where they got it convince Lamelo that this is going to be his city and his team, and they're going to do great things in the coming years. Yeah. So that's that's what I was looking at it for Charlotte's perspective. Detroit, I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> like I said, they're going to be stuck in the middle of the road for the next five to ten years. Yeah, Detroit and Sacramento, man. They got. I saw they, I saw, they signed Hassan Whiteside yesterday. I tell you, man, the Kings are gonna be that sleeper eight seed they possibly in the West. They would have been a top, like they would have at least made the fifth seed in the East. No, which I I get. I like the moves they made. It's just the the like the draft they did. I like the draft, but the free agent signings. That's it's just questionable in some of these teams. It's because it's hard to convince a player to come to your city, you know, especially when you've yeah. been so bad. Yeah, I know they time. gotta overpay him, but. Yeah, Gordon Hayward four for one twenty. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that was too much, man. Like the Hayward signing when he stopped <clears throat> it out of Boston, I was, I was telling myself like, man, this guy better be getting paid the same for at least two more years if he wants to at least yeah. do that con. Because he had he was going to get paid next year in Boston, thirty million. Thirty four. Shit, I would have stayed, but he took a risk and he got more money and more years out of it. So shout out to Hayward, but I thought he was going to go to the Pacers. I yeah, think the Pacers kind of got a little too comfortable. I think the Pacers just believe they were going to have them regardless. And they didn't really try as hard. And then you have a team such as like the Hornets who came in out of nowhere and offered them that type of contract. And he was like, hey, fuck it. I guess I'm going to the Queen City. I mean, and plus, <laughs> and plus the, um, the, the Celtics, which we can transition to right now. But Danny Ainge got too, too fucking greedy with what he wanted. Like, I know, yeah. I know he wanted Miles Turner. He wanted a pick, and then he wanted either T.J. Warren or Oladipo. I mean, I feel like with McDermott and Turner, we would have been good, but I don't, I don't know. Like I was, I was shocked they didn't take that deal, especially needing a big man. Which maybe it'll help us down the road because Turner was due 18 million the next two years, 
and we got Tristan Thompson for nine, you know, the next two, nine and a half for the next two years. So who knows? Maybe Tristan Thompson will be um, will fit better with this team. But I, I'm just surprised Danny Ainge didn't take that deal when it arose. <clears throat> yeah, that's all. I'm like super surprised about it. With Boston, I don't know. I think they're gonna get better. I think the Hayward move kind of like slowed the, the entire team down because <clears throat> I just feel like they were doing better without Hayward. Yeah. You know, when he was hurt and stuff, and just got the team to play together more. And I think with Hayward, they were trying so hard to fit him into the squad. And sometimes just you, you're in the you get the wrong fit. You know, you're just you're, you're not gonna help this team. You're yeah, that's all on Brad Stevens, man. Like, I don't. I get that was his guy, but he was really trying to force Gordon Hayward to be a part of this team. And since he got hurt, he never had that chemistry, and that's it wasn't his fault. But that's that's what happens. Like. Three straight years he was getting hurt, and that you know the chemistry was never getting built. But like you said, it was slowing him down. He was more, he was better coming off the bench than he was trying to, you know, fit into the starting lineup. I agree, and it, it's I just think of it as this: is like if, if you if you have like a like two close friends growing up, and then you know you move away, and then those two other two friends get closer together without you, and then you come back, and you know you're forcing same. yourself in there, it's not the same. So that's how it is with Hayward, and he, he needed to leave. He needed a fresh start. I just thought he would take the money. He got more money, so shout out to Hayward for doing that. But Boston, yeah, they're gonna get better. Trust me, with Tatum getting that extension, I know that's big for you. Yeah. Five more years, because people are starting to question like, this, do people really want to come to Boston? I know Kemba signed it last year, but I mean, you you have Kyrie that wanted to leave. You have Hayward that took a big risk in leaving and wanted to go somewhere else. And then now you had <clears throat> who else? There's another Horford. player to the Horford was the one that wanted to leave too. Like. It's just there's a lot of question marks in Boston. I know this team's gonna get better and they're gonna have to prove it to us, but nobody wants no, to come I to mean, Boston. I mean, look, I'll tell you where what it is. It's it's Danny Ainge. Like his his disloyalty. I don't know what you want to call, it, but he's not loyal. And I understand it's a business, but when he traded Isaiah Thomas in that Kyrie deal, that that really shocked and sent shockwaves through the league because that's when you realize, okay, this dude, if I go there. He'll probably trade me in, in two years. Like I'll sign a three year deal and he'll still trade me within the first two. Like they were there was rumors that they were dangling Kemba out there for uh, for to move up to the Bulls pick. I'm like, why are we trading Kemba? We just got him. Like yeah, he was good. I like I don't understand what Danny Ainge is doing and he's just too greedy and I feel like he has that oh, look what I did. I I brought the big three together. And it's like that's true, but you can't be living in the past, bro. Like this is a what have you done for me now type of league. That's in any sport. And what he's done is he gets assets, he sits on them, doesn't use them, drafts poorly, and then lets the assets walk. Like Horford for nothing, Kyrie for nothing, and now Hayward for nothing. And I know they're trying to work on a signing trade, but his cocky, his air, his cocky, arrogant mentality is going to be the downfall of this team. If I was Tatum, honestly, I, I wouldn't have signed that deal. I wouldn't have because from what I'm seeing right now, I understand, you know, that he was going to get the most money from Boston. He probably loves the city. But, like, career-wise, legacy-wise, I don't think I'm going to get the ring in Boston. I, I I truly believe that, and that sucks to say. But what Danny Ainge does time and time again, draft poorly. Like, he says, oh, I'm going to trade these picks. Draft night's going to be crazy. and doesn't do shit with it. Like, why didn't we get Kelly Oubre? Like we could have flipped Kelly Oubre for something, like like the Thunder did. Why didn't we try to just get pieces to flip for other assets? Like I don't understand. Like 
I, I don't know, bro. Danny Ainge to me is getting on my nerves. I, and, and now everybody wants to praise him because he signed Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague. But he's missing on everything else, which nobody wants to see. It's just, it's ridiculous, bro. It's getting to that point where in a few years, Boston's going to be rebuilding and we're going to be sitting there. Like, we had a championship window for four years and it always gets shut on us for some stupid-ass reason that Danny doesn't pull through for us. So maybe Tristan does help us. You're saying they're going to get better. I really hope so. I like that signing, but I don't know, man. This These draft picks have to hit for us to get better. If they don't, we're just wasting years and years of potential and talent. You're right. You're right. Well, you have a five-year window with Tatum. So. <laughs> yeah, we I'll got see. Tatum and Brown locked up and Kemba, I think, for the next four years too, but. You guys got a little low, low big three there, right there coming. So yeah. we'll see. Because I, I know I consider Tatum a, a superstar now. He he's, is, he's, of course. He's on the verge of it, and he, if not, he already is. Yeah. So it's, at least you got that in your team, man. Kemba is no scrub either. He, yeah, Jalen Brown, man, I'm really liking his insurgence. Like he really stepped up for us. I like that oh. he 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 stepped up into that Gordon Hayward role we thought he was gonna be. So yeah, that I really agree. helped That's us out. Saying. That's what I'm saying. It extends our window, but. Bench players matter. Like, what happened in the Heat series, bro? We were too small. That's true. So, we're too small, and we don't get any bigger. Like, we get Tristan Thompson, who can offensively get, you know, get rebounds for us. He can score. He can pick and roll, which we didn't have with Tice, which no offense to Tice. It's just Brad Stevens asked way too much of Tice. He's more of a rotation guy. But Thompson can, can do what we need him to do. It's just I still feel like against Bam, and against AD, we're still gonna have those issues. So right. I, I don't know. It, we did. I, that's why I feel like we didn't get better because we we're still small. Like maybe huh. maybe chemistry wise, we won't worry about Hayward shoving them into the lineup. But like I don't know, size wise, we'll see what happens during the season. Yeah, I have high hopes for them, bro. We shall see with the Boston Celtics how they start the season in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> any other teams you want to talk about? I actually want to uh, talk about. I wanted to talk about Atlanta. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I was gonna go down south there and then Miami. Yeah. Bogdanovich going there, which I'm surprised the Kings let him walk. I thought they were gonna keep him and try to trade him, but Atlanta getting him. They got Gallinari, which they overpaid for Gallinari, but I guess that's the market right now. I I guess that's what it's set at, but three years, sixty-two million, and then they got yeah. Rondo. They drafted Okongwu. Like they're 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 trying to make the playoffs, which I don't I don't blame them. They have Trey Young. They're trying to do what same thing with Lamelo. They want to show him them like, hey, we can make the playoffs. Watch, you know, just have faith in us. Because all these, these these small market teams, they're scared to lose their stars. And yeah, no, I agree. That's why I think they're they're being so aggressive this yeah. whole free agency, so they can prove. Like, but hey, I like Atlanta what they did. Them. I feel like they're a low key like six, six seven seed in the East. I think they're gonna go higher. I think they're gonna be the fifth seed, maybe, maybe the fourth seed. You know, Pacers. I don't feel like they did anything to get better. Um, I, like to me, top four. It's it's the, the the Raptors, the Heat, the Sixers, the Celtics. Maybe the Celtics go, and then I think the Hawks will be the fifth seed. Because mm. um, I like this Bogdanovich uh, signing. I love it a lot. Um, when the Bucks were gonna get him, when the reporter to get him, I was like, damn, the the Bucks are, are gonna be a little more serious next year. They added more offense to their team, and, you know, you never know. But now that they lost him and he goes to Atlanta, hey, Atlanta's going to be pretty good. They're not, I'm not saying they're going to be contenders, but they're going to they're gonna make some, some noise in the East next year, guaranteed. Yeah. Because yeah, Trey Young is becoming is, – is 
slowly but surely he's getting up there. He's going up there, becoming a superstar and stuff. So I don't know. I like this. And then Rondo's going to probably uh, mentor him a little bit, teach him some stuff, and he's only going to get better from here. Trey Young, Who was so. your top four? You said. I'm. A, I, I, they're not in order. No, I'm not. Not yet. <clears throat> it's the Heat, Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics. So you don't have the Bucks. No, I I I think losing a couple of those role players, and I know that I love the addition of Drew Holiday, but I don't think the Bucks are going to be up there. Maybe, I maybe for the fourth and fifth spot, but I don't think they're going to be top three. I think they're starting to lose mm-hmm. it a little bit. I still think they'll be top four. I, I can see. I don't, it. I don't I'm think not saying they're completely I, out of the picture, you know. I don't think Toronto did anything in my eyes to where I can say they're going to be a top four team in the East. They lost Ibaka and they lost Gasol, which they really relied on both of those guys. So I don't. Know, I mean, maybe we'll see, but I, th- I think I think Milwaukee will kind of kick out Toronto at the top four. But I mean, they'll all still make the playoffs. But yeah, Atlanta's gonna finally get a taste of the playoffs to see what they can do with it. But yeah, a lot of rumors, a lot of chatter. What's up? What do you What do you think's gonna happen with John Collins? They added a lot of forwards there, a lot of wings. Yeah. I was going to talk about that, too, real quick. This is, I mean, they got Capella. Capella um, they, and then they just drafted, uh, what's his name? Okongu. The dude from USC? I don't know how to say his name. Okongu? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okongu? Yeah, Okongu. Okongu. They got him, and then John Collins, like, one one of them's going to go. I know one of them's yeah. going to go. I just I just don't know who it is. Obviously, it's not going to be Okongu. They just drafted the guy. I'm leaning more towards uh, possibly Capella leaving. Um, just because I see Collins having more value, but I mean he's going to be easier to trade for pieces back. So I don't know the whole situation there, but yeah, someone's got to go. They got too many bigs, bro. Too mm-hmm. many bigs. Yeah, that's what and... I was thinking. I'm like, huh, maybe Capella, but Capella they won't get nothing back. Like you said, Collins if they trade him, they'll they'll get assets for him. Absolutely, so... but I just I I don't know. I like them. Uh, uh, for the Hawks, I think he was their second yeah. best player at some point. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, and it's just it, he... it, it depends on minutes too. Like, what's the what's his role now? Like, what are they going to ask him to do? I I feel like that's going to really depend on you know maybe trade trade deadline they get rid of him because he's a really good player. You know, I know he's going to want more minutes and more of a a more defined role in the offense and in the team. So. I don't know. I think he's on his way out. If I had to guess, anybody, because I I really feel like they want assets and Capella's not going to get him much. They're going to get like a role player and a and a pick. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's a that's a Clippers trade to make, but Clippers don't really have much. Or Pelicans. I'm just thinking of like teams that you know want to you know make a big move, make a splashy move, but Pelic the Clippers don't really have assets to do so. Pelicans and Thunder are the only teams that really have like a fucking mountain of assets to where if they lose some, it's not like it really matters. Yeah. So those two teams I would just keep an eye on because I know Presti's going to want to contend here very soon and maybe he sees Collins as that, but I don't know. But can we talk about the Thunder real quick? I don't know if you were done with the <laughs> Hawks. But... Yeah, I was done with the Hawks. Man, the Thunder. Wow. 17 first round picks within the next five years they're getting all these bad contracts just dump them on us just give us picks with it what do you think like i i like the the move the the aggressiveness to 
to say, hey, I'm going to rebuild. You want to give me your shitty contracts? Give me your shitty contracts, but give me your best pick. I mean, I like, but they have to hit on those draft picks. That's what I've been saying. I was just going to say. They have to hit on them. That's vintage Denny age, bro. I know. You get all those picks, and then now what? What are you going to do with them? My guess is, though, um, the Pelicans are going to go out there. They have those 17 picks for the next five years. They're not going to use them all, obviously. I think they're going to. You oh, yeah, some the asses too. Like, they got, I don't, I don't know how many they got. I think like ten or something. But... Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. The Thunder. Yeah. Um, the Thunder. Um, I just think they're they're not gonna use all their picks. No. Obviously, they're they're gonna mm-hmm. trade them. I think they're just they're trying to find the time, the perfect time to go get a disgruntled All Star. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, uh, trade, trade for him. And I, I didn't even think we were gonna talk talk about this. But what do you think of like, let's say like a Horford? Couple picks, maybe a young player like Luke Dort for John Collins, maybe. I can see it, but the thing is, I don't think the Hawks are going to want a center in return, or know? something. You know, I'm just trying to think, like you know, to match salaries I, and give them assets to me, as well. To me, I think they're going to wait till next offseason to unload some of these trades, or possibly the trade deadline. This coming, uh, maybe this season coming up because I think the the Thunder are done. I think they they have their squad. Um, they might do another move here and there if somebody offers them another pick and this and that. But I don't think anything's going to happen, dude. I really don't. I think the Thunder are done. I see that. I mean, yeah, this year maybe they're done, but I don't know, man. John Collins may be going to OKC. I can see it. Because I don't hey, see I mean, any, I don't... Other, any other stars like really like for them to make moves like that, young stars. I don't know who else would who they would try to get unless you have somebody in mind, but. Kind of thing, but there's really nobody out there. Cause I was I was thinking of like older stars, but I don't see the whole purpose of the Thunder game right. like a John Wall, you know, or something like that. Yeah, but... no, I don't see that. Oh, yeah. So what I don't transition, know. bro. Go ahead, I'll let you finish. But you're really lame. You're, you're alley ooping me these shits, bro. John no, Wall. Go for it. What do you think? What do you I think, think he's gonna stay. These, like rumors, him for Russ. And Bradley Beal's driving the bandwagon for them to trade him for us. Like, what do you think? The thing about it is, I can understand where he's coming from. You know, for them to tell him, like, yo, we're building around Bradley Beal now, not you. Yeah. Um, he must feel a little disrespected. But I mean, coming from the front office perspective, shit. I mean, I would well, like, so bro. Yeah, you haven't played it. Yeah, you haven't played in two years. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I'm gonna build around the player that's been playing. So, right. so I couldn't understand both sides, but I think Bradley Beal had a talk with Wall. Like, look, man, you haven't played, but I stay. I decided to stay here so we can give it another shot, you and me. And I think Wall's starting to realize, like, all right, you're right, you know, like, because because Beal could have left a while back, and he, he decided to sign an extension to get to like run it back with Wall because he hadn't played with him for a long time. So I think he talked to him. He's like, look, man, let's let's, let's give it another shot. If it doesn't work, then we'll both leave. So. I think Wall's starting to calm down a little bit. I don't think it's getting. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think Washington's just going to give him one last one. If um, they're no, go for go go. What are you saying? Oh, my fault, my fault. I'm not trying to interrupt you. But I'm just wondering, like, if, if you were Tommy Shepard, the GM for the Wizards, like, what what's a trade that would really like entice you to be like, okay, I'll send Wall because he's he's very adamant on saying, I'm not trading Wall. I'm not trading Beal. We're gonna we're gonna see what's gonna happen this year. We're gonna run it back in a way, like. I think he needs to go out. I think what the Washington's uh, uh, approach should be picks, just like the Thunder and the Pelicans. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going to trade you Watt, but you're going to have to send me a good chunk of your picks and, like, a possible, like, young player out there in the deal. Um, the only way I can see that approach changing is if they have a really bad year to start this season and they both get traded at the deadline. Because I don't know how their contracts work. I, I know Beal's going to be a free agent soon. Beal's um, 22. Beal's so, um, 22. I don't know about, I don't know about I think, John Wall. Yeah, he's 23. I think he's 23. Um, but I think either the trade deadline, we're starting. We're going to start hearing some rumors. Yeah, he's 23. We're going to start hearing some rumors um, about them leaving more. If they'll heat up, if they have a bad start to the season. And if they really don't even make playoffs at all or they get a 7th or 8th seed, mm-hmm. they're going to blow it up um, next offseason. But for now, if we're talking now, like within the next four weeks before the season starts, yeah, ain't, nothing's going to happen from Washington. They're, they're going to settle on their superstars for now. Yeah, I can see. But did you see some of the trade rumors? Like Russ yeah, I heard, for a while, Blake for a while. Yeah, I did hear all those stuff. And I think it will be a dumb move on their part to trade up for those kind of players. Like a, a, a Westbrook, I can see it makes a little sense. But with the Blake Griffin, you know, I don't think Blake Griffin is a is a Blake Griffin we we know from back in the days. I don't think he's as effective anymore. Um, yeah, he can Blake still make the plays. But yeah, he I don't for John Wall. I don't know. I I would rather give it a shot with, with John Wall because he was a superstar before he got all those injuries. So. I don't know. If I was a Washington, I wouldn't trade him. <clears throat> but I have heard rumors, of, like you said, of Blake Griffin or Russell Westbrook coming and stuff. So, yeah. But since we are talking about Russell Westbrook, thoughts on Houston? They're in a tough spot. Um, I think so. The, the rumors are saying they're going to trade Harden. It's just a matter of when, not if. So, um, they're saying they're trying to find the right trade. But I don't know what that trade would be. Like I don't, I don't see any like trades that are like, okay. This is you know like Levert, Dinwiddie, Allen, Hicks. I don't know if that's enough for a player the caliber of Harden. But I'm trying to think. You know, I've seen some trade packages like Weissman, Wiggins, Oubre in a first for Harden from the Warriors side. Um, that actually doesn't sound that bad of a deal. Yeah, I've seen like Pelicans, like Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, couple picks for him, but I'm not too sure. Like, what, what, where do you want to see him go? I, I just feel like Houston's in a tough spot, but I feel like they're gonna trade hard and keep Westbrook and just build around Westbrook. From an NBA fan, I want to see him go to New Orleans. Mm. Him and Zion. Okay. Um, from an NBA fan as well, I don't want him to go to Brooklyn. No. Or or Golden State for that. I know Clay's out for the year, but or or Golden, Golden State, State might, might be fun. fun. I don't actually mind that. I really don't. I don't feel like Golden State's the juggernaut that we think they are anymore. I I, I agree. I agree. But I just I want to see Curry and Green and like the OGs, like the Splash Bros and all that. Yeah. Win it on their own. I don't want them to add another superstar anymore, like they do with KD. I, from an NBA fan, I don't want to see that anymore. I don't. I just I'm, I want to root for the Warriors to do good, but not like this. Not like Harden and the team. Um, yeah. So I want him. I want Harden to go to New Orleans. I know from from like his perspective and stuff. He, I know he's not gonna want to go there. Um, I know they got Zion, but they are more of a rebuilding team, even if they sign him. Uh, 
or like keep it or trade for him. Sorry, um, I don't think they're gonna be a, a big contender still. Uh, but for him, he's set on going to Brooklyn. Um, I don't like that move for him. I, that, that's not gonna work. It, I don't if he's, he's having, having chemistry issues with Westbrook, imagine chemistry issues with Kyrie. Oh man. Yep. I agree. <laughs> and the thing is, the perfect trade would be for Brooklyn to trade Kyrie. Houston. It, it would, would be, be right? right, but I don't think I think they want to give it a shot. Maybe next offseason they do it, but I don't yeah, know. I think I think Brooklyn wants to like kind of like be loyal to their superstars because that's I mean you, we brought it earlier with the Boston thing where yeah. Danny Age is just not loyal to the players and you know they players talk all over the league and yep. I think Brooklyn kind of wants to hold on to that reputation like look we signed you Katie we gave you that big contract and we understood that you were gonna be off this first year. So I think you're like you said they want to they want to run it together first, but I mean Brooklyn's in a tough position, bro. They got all these assets and two superstars. I think they should just run it with the squad they have. But I it just feels like Brooklyn wants to go out there and just get rid of these assets because they they might get unhappy. The thing is too, it goes back to Danny Ainge. You sit on these assets for too long and they're nothing. They become nothing. So it's like let's say Levert is an asset right now. Let's say he tears the ACL in season now everybody's gonna be like oh well revert you know towards me or alan gets hurt or somebody like these players can get hurt and these picks can turn into nothing so i feel like once you have them you know they're, they're fresh off the off the grill you know what i mean like they're sizzling hot everybody wants those assets you kind of have to move them but you have to make sure it's the right move you can't rush into hard is not the move i don't i don't think that that fit is gonna work in brooklyn i don't i i, I see it more in philly I can see Philly. Philly um, for Ben Simmons straight up. Just him and Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons and Harden can't play on the same team. I don't believe so. I agree. I agree. Because Harden's going to dribble, dribble, dribble the whole time and give it to Embiid. And Embiid needs to step up, too, for, for that shit to work. But we'll talk, we'll talk about Philly in a bit. But um, I see Philly. I like New Orleans, though. I like what you said about that. Like, I know he doesn't want to, but like, him and Zion could make some noise. And, you know, just those two, and, and they have depth on the squad, so. That would work. I could see that. Yeah, I, I, I just want to see Harden play with a really good big man. Like, right. That's like what I said, Philly, really, yeah. Yeah, like, I forgot about Philly, quite frankly. When you brought it up, I, was, I forgot that, that that's a good fit for him as well, especially with Doc in there as the head coach. They're um, and now they're surrounding the GM. You know, he was with Houston, so they have yeah, that chemistry. I like that. I like that addition. I think that's probably the best fit other than the Orleans thing, in my opinion. But yeah, Houston needs to blow it up. I don't know where Russ yeah. is going. Russ is going to be a lot harder to trade, I think. Uh, front offices are starting to put his value down more. I don't think they they see him as his MVP candidate like he used to be with OKC. And yeah, I think it's going to be hard to trade Westbrook, to be quite honest with you. He seems so, like a Knicks trade. Like, that just seems like a Knicks move to make. Like, oh, let's trade on Kevin Knox, uh, Milakina, and some picks for Westbrook. Westbrook, Toppin, and R.J. Barrett. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's like a eight seed in the East. But, yeah, like I heard Charlotte was in the mix, but they obviously backed out to the middle. Uh, Washington, like we were saying, it's going to be an East team. I don't see him going to the West. Like, no teams in the West really need him right now. Unless you're rebuilding and you just want to make noise, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, sure. that, it's going to be hard to trade Westbrook. And if they somehow do find a way to trade him, it's gonna, I'm going to be amazed. And I'm going to be interested to see what they get in return. But, yeah, they they need to blow this up. 
I, I never thought Westbrook was a good fit in there when he got traded for him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this just proves my point that, like, when you have two players that are going to need the ball to be effective, it's not going to work. And that's why, like, you brought up the Brooklyn Nets with Harden going there. It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all with having three guys needing the ball. Right. So, I don't know. They, they need to get rid of him. And this is why, quite frankly, and I don't want to be the guy that says this, but I, this is why I don't see these guys winning championships, mm. period, with, with, like, a Harden or a Westbrook. I mean, you want the ball, you want to be the guy, but you, I just you're not good enough to be the guy to carry a team in the championship. That's um, true. I know we saw Harden close against the Warriors, but I think that was more CP3 than Harden. Yeah, and once whether CP3 went down, that was it. So, and then part of like part of these uh, super teams, they all make sacrifices and they all adjust their game, and it just feels like Harden is never going to adjust his his game or like change, sacrifice it, and. This is why it worked in Golden State. You had Curry being as, as unselfish as he is, not want, not needing the ball in his hands the whole time. Same with Clay, takes six dribbles and thirty seven points come out of him. Um, and Durant learned how to play like that. Durant learned to play off the ball a lot with Golden State and became a better player off of it. And same goes to the Lakers with this cha- championship year. You know, LeBron gave the ball to AD a couple times, and they both shared it. They didn't rely on themselves to, to carry the whole team. So. This is why I think Harden and Westbrook are never going to win a championship ring. Unless Harden goes to like a team like Brooklyn where you have such a talented roster that, you know, you're going to win by kind of, Yeah, yeah you're, gonna, you're just going to win just because you have all that talent in your team. But course, other than that, yeah, he hasn't happen. stepped up in the playoffs like you would think. Yeah, because it's easier to – once you play Harden a couple games in a row, you, you start to catch on his weaknesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. What he what he loves to do and stuff. This is why we, I know we were gonna be him because, but I didn't think it was gonna be Rondo. But I I thought it was gonna be the coaching staff. But a guy like Rondo for for him to tell like the people in the film and the team in the film sessions like this is what he likes to do. This is his favorite spot. This and that. It helped. And Harden never adjusted. Harden just kept playing the game he likes. You know, so he knows how to play. And it hurt him. And yeah, yeah. This, this is why, like I said, they're not gonna win championships. Those are two guys that pop by my head. Um, I know there's a lot more in the league, but I gotta actually think about it and like look at some film. But those two pop out in my head. Those two will never win the championship if they keep playing the way they are. Yeah, I guess true. I can see it. I mean, yeah, Harden and Westbrook very ball dominant, very a lot of fucking usage rate. That's why I was surprised they traded for Westbrook to begin with. Like, yeah. I just didn't see it. But um, real quick before we go to Philly, I know we've been like dragging Philly, but. Uh, since you brought CP3 up, I wanted to ask you about the Phoenix trade. Um, you know, really since, good. Since we're talking about teams that are like trying to, you know, get to the playoffs and show their young stars we can make the playoffs. I mean, it, this is uh, like pivotal for the Suns to make the playoffs because if they don't, Devin Booker is going to start pushing for trades. Like he's going to want out big time, and I know Minnesota is very. Very linked to him, like they've been linked to him a lot because of Cat, the relationship they have. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Phoenix? Are they like are they top five in the West? Like, what do you see them as? Um, I see Phoenix possibly being uh, their ceiling is third seed. Um, I can see it happening. I'm not expecting it to happen. I'm seeing more like a seven, six seed for them. Okay. Possibly fifth. Um, I like this squad, bro. CP3 is very underrated. Um, he can carry a team, but when you have a guy like Devin Booker, it's going to be just next level stuff. And they still have DeAndre Ayton, which is a quality big man in this league. And yeah, I don't he's, know, man. He's coming this, into this, his Suns, own. this Suns team is on the come up. I'm loving it. 
I'm actually loving it. They're one of our rivals in the division. Um, but I, I would love to see it, bro. I love Devin Booker. And I think if they didn't trade for CP3, he was going to push for a trade like right now. Yeah. I feel like if they didn't get CP3 at this point, Devin Booker would be like, what are y'all doing? Like, I know we almost made playoffs, but this isn't enough. And I, I think he would have been pushing it for it now. Um, especially with the Wolves having their first pick in the draft, I think he was going to push for more if he gets draft day. Mm-hmm. But you know, you trade for CP3, and the Suns bought themselves some more time with Devin Booker right now. They're I heard they're working together every day in the gym. They're trying to get the chemistry going, which is a good sign. Um, so I think the Suns are going to do great. I I do not see them whatsoever not making the playoffs, barring injury. Yeah, so, um, they're, they're they're looking good, bro. I'm loving this squad. Yeah, and they also did, like, a low-key, like, good move defensively for their squad. They added Jay Crowder, 3 for 30. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a good contract. If they want to get rid of it, they can. But, um, yeah, the, I, I feel like they're, like, a, a top five in my opinion because you got to get rid of OKC now. They're going to be rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Houston's going to take a step back because chemistry-wise, Clippers. Clippers are going to take a step back. Nuggets are going to take a step back. The Blazers, I mean, we haven't talked about the Blazers yet, but I like some of the, I like the moves they made, like Covington, you know, they got a wing, they, they can get defense, but I don't know, Portland, love that move, yeah, Portland, Portland to me is just, I, 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 something's off with Portland, they need something else, I don't know what it is, but I can't put my finger on it, but it's something else other than a wing, I don't know, I'm not too sure what it is though. Like, what do you I think with Portland? Them. I know you love that move, so I'll let you go ahead and. You know, talk about them. When you talk about they're missing something, to me it's defense. Um, and I I love the move because now you have a guy, and Covington played hard against LeBron. I mentioned Jeremy Grant or Jeremiah Grant earlier. Covington, bro, he was mm-hmm. the LeBron stopper. He, this man was, was giving LeBron all the work he can give him. LeBron was getting frustrated at some point against, against them. And he's going to be very underrated in terms of that defensive squad. And I love it. Nurkic is a great interior defender. Um, so I think this is going to put them over the top. I don't think they're going to win the championship, but I know they will be in talks of it. I'm I'm going out on the limb and saying they're going to be the second or third seed. Um, if they don't get hurt. If they don't get hurt, obviously. Because um, Nurkic has injury problems and CJ can never seem to be healthy all the whole year. Yeah. But I'm loving this. They keep Melo. They got Melo back. That's going to be a good one too. Addition uh, off the bench, he's, he seems he's more comfortable back. and happy there. Cantor's coming back. Like, I don't know, bro. I'm loving this. I'm loving this acquisition from Covington. This is what they needed, in my opinion. And we'll see. The only problem I have is who's going to guard AD if they ever meet the Lakers in the playoffs, which they might. Nurkic, but, but we'll see when it gets yeah. there. We'll see when we get there. But for now, I'm loving this team, bro. I'm, like you mentioned, these teams are falling back. Portland's going to go up, and I think Dallas is going to be another team going up. Yeah, of course. I mean, what Dallas did, like, they added Josh Richardson. Um, I'm trying to think. They drafted Tyrell Terry, who I really liked out of the draft. Um, you know, they so, have Luka. Uh, KP's coming back healthy, hopefully. And, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're they're just waiting for Giannis. That's, that's another team. Them in Miami, which I know you wanted to talk about. Those two teams are just waiting for Giannis next year. Yeah, so, so I I agree though. These the the ones that are seem to be trending down are the Nuggets, Clippers, and obviously Oklahoma City. And for me, trending up is the Suns, Portland, and the Dallas team. Yep, they're gonna go up there, and those teams will fall. So I'm excited, bro. These teams are all making moves, and mm-hmm. I'm getting new 
we're going to have teams running back with their original teams that were supposed to be pre-COVID days. And it's going to be it's going to be exciting, bro. I'm just sad the Warriors lost Clay. Yeah. Um, they would have been know, they would have been the top five top five, but I you know, they're going to be down. Um, like you said, the the Clippers, the Nuggets, uh, the Thunder, of course. I don't know. We'll see. But quick quick question. Uh, well, recapping the West. Do you think the Warriors will make the playoffs? Depending on what Ubre and Wiseman give them, maybe I'll say. I'm gonna maybe. go yes. I'm gonna I'll go eight seed or seven. It's because it's because you have to tell me who you're getting rid of. Houston, OKC. I'm getting rid of. I'm getting rid of OKC, no doubt. But I'm putting Phoenix in. For OKC. Phoenix is in. Um, obviously the Lakers are in. I got Portland in. Portland's in. Um. See, you would have see. to get rid of Houston. Yeah, that's the only way that I works. Think I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to get rid of Houston. You're right. Because yeah, you have absolutely. to see. I, like I said, I don't think no, this is going to be see, the roster. Though. I don't think. Houston. I think. I think I'm going to go out and get get rid of Utah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, um, they, they kind of stayed packed. They didn't really do much to get better. I agree. So um, I'm going to go and take Utah out and Houston. No, not Houston, sorry. Utah and Oklahoma City and put the Warriors and uh, Phoenix You in. think Houston makes the playoffs? Wow. No, nah, you know what? It's because I'm going to replace Houston with Memphis. Oh, okay. Memphis. Yeah, they almost Memphis. made it last year. I mean, so you got to go... you, you think, too, there's a play-in tournament this year. So Ooh, Warriors right. could make it. You know, It doesn't even matter about the 8th or 7th seed. Like, they're going to do the play-in tournament. So, yeah, I would say yes, then. If they have to go in a playing tournament, I'd say yes. They'll beat them. They'll beat whoever they got to beat. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. um, NBA preview season coming up. Um, but, yeah, I, pop up out of my head, I'm going to take Oklahoma City and Utah out. For okay. Sure. Yeah, Utah, I'm very confused on that Clarkson contract they gave him. <laughs> and I know you, well, you know Clarkson better than anybody I, I know that knows basketball, so. I know you were probably shocked, but the number they gave him, I'm not too happy about that. That is a lot of money for Clarkson. And Gobert, they're sitting on Gobert. I don't think I don't think Gobert is part of the future. I don't I don't see it. I feel like they're gonna trade him too. Eventually, not this year, but eventually. You are absolutely correct. But yeah, that's that's my take on on majority of the West teams. I mean, the Spurs didn't make moves. Spurs are rebuilding. Yeah, the Spurs are just rebuilding. We talked about Minnesota briefly in New Orleans a little bit. Like I said, bro, Tyrese is yeah. gonna win the rookie of the year for the Sacramento Kings. I can see it. I like Loving Weissman. This guy. I like Weissman. I'm a real big fan of him. I know he didn't play too much in Memphis, but I'm I'm a big fan of his and I feel like in Golden State he's gonna thrive. That's a perfect fit for him. Him Does and he... him and uh, Halliburton, I feel like are gonna have you know, they're gonna be going back and forth for rookie of the year. He has such an ugly jump shot, but I like him, bro. I know, but he can hit him. That's the thing. Yeah. It could be ugly, but it's, if you can hit the jump shot, it don't really matter how it looks. Yeah. Look at Sean I Marion. Bet. I don't know. Just ugly jump shots, uh, you know, in history. But he makes them. Yeah, he makes them. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I Halliburton, I'm surprised he fell to them. I'm really shocked. But we didn't really touch the draft either. Like, what did you think of Edwards going first? Did you like that? For him to come out and say he doesn't want to play or he doesn't love basketball as much, it's huh? odd to me. I think he said that just because he didn't want to go to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he went there. I don't think it's going to work out with him there. Yeah, um, him and D'Lo, I don't see that working. 
play Don at all either. Minnesota was just in a tough spot. Like, yeah, you got the first pick, but what are you going to do with it? You have your point guard already. I mean, yeah, they, they wanted to trade. You have your center. They wanted you to trade and they couldn't. So. Yeah, so they're in an odd position. This is why I don't think it's going to work out right now with them. Um, uh, Wiseman was probably the best pick, obviously, with the Warriors. They needed a center and they got it. The most out to the Hornets. I like that too. Um, I know possibly like in a market and like PR standpoint, Melo going to Charlotte is not good, mm-hmm. especially for the Ball family. You know they wanted him to go to a big market, big city. You know, and I was actually rooting for him to go to New York, but it didn't happen, obviously. So, but I like the pig basketball perspective. You know, mm-hmm. going to be like a Trey Young for Atlanta, in my opinion. He might be even a little. He might uh, progress faster than Trey Young is. So we'll see. Um, Pat Williams picks. to the Bulls, who a player who didn't start in Florida State, and he now he got to pick top four. I'm, I was shocked. Yeah, um, I'm surprised by that too. Um, I was like, what the hell's going on here with the Bulls? Mm-hmm. And, but that's typical of Chicago. To be quite honest, they be drafting some questionable players lately, and uh, I don't know. So I was a little surprised, but not really. Uh, what about I uh, to... Obi Toppin to the Knicks? Sorry. I wanted to ask you. About I was going to ask. That's actually who I was about to go to next. <laughs> I was like, I want to talk about Obi Toppin. I like Obi Toppin, but, and I think this is going to be the best fit for him because he, he's going to get you points, bro, but he sucks so bad on defense. Mm. I think in the Knicks are going to give up so many points this year. Maybe, maybe Thibodeau coaches him up. Hopefully, and I really do, but I just think Thibodeau's going to, like, overwork him, you know? Because mm. I, I just don't think Obi's. Big guy, obviously, in New York, he's not going to be the superstar, but he's going to be a good quality role player if they, they keep rebuilding this, this team correctly. And, but as for the time being, I think Obi's going to be the team or the guy that's going to get New York um, hopeful. Like, they're going to they're gonna have him score 25 a game, and, you know, the whole city of New York's going to be like, yo, this guy Obi's the real thing. And, yeah. You know, yeah, looking at it deeper. KP, so. so, yeah, honestly, he might be a KP. So we'll see. I I like him offensively. He's gonna get you a bucket, but nah, I just don't know he's he's gonna become the all star that New York fans are hoping he will be. Um, let's see. Yeah, I already mentioned Tyrese. The guy's gonna be a beast. And honestly, uh, that's all right. it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll let you go ahead. Go ahead and say what you want to say about Miami. Bro, Miami's gonna be number one in the East, and they're gonna be a true contender. Wow. Okay. Why do you go um, ahead and elaborate? The Avery Bradley signing is huge, bro. Huge, I tell you. And you know how much I love me some Avery Bradley from the Lakers. I know he didn't play in the bubble. A lot of people don't really um, really talk about that, you know. And I know you do. But Avery Bradley, like I He's said good. in the beginning of this episode, he is good. Yeah. He will get you a bucket if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not an ISO, but if you give him a mid-range shot, he'll dump it in there. He'll make it. Um, defensively, he's going to be huge. And, you know, Pat Riley and Eric Spolster loves to emphasize defense. And that's going to help him out a lot. Dragic was good. He was effective as a point guard position. But he wasn't going to be the guy that was going to slow down a Lillard or a Curry on the other side of the ball. So mm-hmm. this is very huge, bro. They added a defensive piece. This could be the missing piece they need if, all, if the whole team is healthy to get over the top. Mm-hmm. So I like this, bro. I love this addition a lot. Having him and Dragic both in the backcourt at the same time, oh, bro, it's going to be good. And then you got Butler and Adebayo. Oh, yeah. This team, this team's looking good. They're only going to go up from here, and I think they're going to be the number one seed. I think they're going to come out with the vengeance, and they're going to be better, in my opinion. 
So I love this I team, bro. I love that's, it a lot. That's a well, that's a hot take, though. I didn't expect you to say number one in the East. Okay, they're gonna be number one, bro. Trust me. They they got confidence leaving the bubble and signing him, and then uh, they just re-signed Adebayo to that extension, which is a big, big uh, um, deal in Miami, in my opinion. I know their Tiger wants to talk about, like, yeah, you know, they, they, uh, they're still trying to go get Giannis and this and that, but when you're trying to, sh- when you're showing loyalty to Adebayo, that speaks volumes to other free agents, especially Giannis. When, mm-hmm. if, like, if you see, if I'm Giannis and I see them taking care of their players, that's going to make me want to go there more because I'm like, okay, if they're taking care of their real guys, they're going to take care of me when I go there, yeah. if I go there. So that's this my is huge, bro. Yeah, that's my pick. For, I've been saying it. That's where I think Giannis is going to end up going. So, uh, so That we'll is see. huge, bro. So that's good. Giannis probably is now – I think prior to that extension, because think about it. If, if Miami decided to wait, make a buy to buy a wait till next year to sign that, um, and if – you know, it would look bad on their team, their side. It would look bad for Giannis because Giannis is probably like, well, why aren't you like, why are you making me be the one to not give him the extension, you know? And it, I think it's huge, in my opinion. So, I don't know. There's, people got to think about it from different perspectives. And the Heat are going to be great, bro. And they're only going to get better this season. And they will probably be a super team if Giannis goes there next season. Do you think he will go then? That's my next take, bro. I've been saying it for I don't even know how long, but. I think he's going to Miami. I oh. I just feel like that he fits well with them. I, I hit, it's going to be them or Dallas, but I think it's going to be Heat ultimately because I'm not saying he's he doesn't want to, but if he stays in the East, it's going to be him against KD, and that's about it. So, and that's if KD comes back healthy. So I mean, I I like Giannis to the Heat. I've been saying it for months and. I, I still think it's going to happen, whether it's in, during the trade deadline or uh, next offseason, whatever the case may be. But I think he's going there for sure. Sir, I agree. Um, prior to the extension, I was going to probably say that he comes back to Milwaukee for like a two-year extension. But I don't know now. I don't know. Milwaukee didn't do enough. With Milwaukee not getting Bogdanovich, I think, I, like I text you, this is, this is what's going to be the, the turning point to yeah. Giannis Levy. Milwaukee didn't do enough in my eyes, and it's just like yeah. they only have three players that you can start and Brooke, but it's nothing like they lost a lot of pieces, like you said. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's too little, too late for Milwaukee. They they tried way too late. They should have been doing this two years ago, trying to get these pieces. But you know, it is. Uh, what I it agree. Is. That's and yeah, I don't know. To me, like I said, I've just brought it up. Miami number one. Milwaukee's gonna fall. A lot, I think. So what do you have two? Boston. I gotta, I gotta think about that one a little bit. Um, off the top of my head, I might go Boston or Philly. Philly. And then Toronto probably. Philly, it just depends on Embiid in my eyes. Yeah, that's that's a big. Empty. There you go. We'll, we'll transition right to Philly. What what's what did you like about them? I like that they added a bunch of shooting. That's what they needed. Yeah. Seth Curry, then, Danny Green. I love that they got rid of Horford's contract. Yeah, that was, I'm huge, surprised. Bro. Shout out to Daryl Morey for that. This yeah. is why he gets paid the big bucks as a GM because he found, somehow found a way to get rid of that contract. And that is going to be big. You got Doc Rivers, who a lot of people like to put the blame on him for the Clippers uh, uh, fallout, but I don't think it was all on Doc, and I think he just needed a fresh start. 
Um, they got all those shooters now on this team. They got Tobias Harris. Who's gonna, he did good for the Clippers with Doc. A lot of people mm-hmm. keep forgetting about That's that. True. So he's going to do good with this team. So I think this is why I think Miami's or Miami Philly's going to be up there as the top three or four seed in the, in the East. So mm-hmm. um, they're going to have some struggles to start, you know, chemistry issues to begin with. Um, but Embiid, I think, is going to do fine, in my opinion. But we'll see. That's, I think Philly, like you said, is going to come down to Embiid. But I think it's also coming down to Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah. Ben wow. Simmons has to get better shooting. But he, defensively, he's one of the top defenders in the league. Agreed. Agreed. And he he can create plays. Like, I feel like that's perfect. All, all Ben Simmons needed last year was shooting. Like, they were struggling to find that. And that's their fault for letting J.J. Redick walk. Like, he fit yep. so well with that squad. And they let yep. him walk for, for no reason, honestly. They could have paid him what uh, the Pelicans were paying him. So... Um, yeah, this, they, they set themselves back, but now I, I can see them ascending. They got rid of Richardson, which might affect them, but he didn't feel well with the team either. So, um, mm-hmm. we'll see. I, I, I didn't even think to put that together, Tobias and Doc. But it's, that's, that's a good point. Seth Curry, can't forget about that yeah, guy. Seth Curry, son in law. So. Yeah, he had a great season last year. So. Yeah. I mean, he's a like, lethal shooter. Like, it's just... A lot of people forget yeah. that he's he's just a. I'm not saying he's as good as his brother Steph, but he's he's, he's right up there. there bro, he's him. right there. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know what other teams we missed. No, I I think we t- we pretty much touched all the teams. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm not too sure what other. If we well, miss some teams, it's just you know they're not really or, that big. Orlando. Of yeah. <laughs> Orlando's still just, they're just staying packed. Like I don't understand what they're doing either. Agreed. Like they should. I thought they were gonna get rid of Gordon, Aaron Gordon, and that was also a trade too. Westbrook for Gordon, which I don't, I don't know if that would work or not. But um, yeah, that's. I think that's all the teams. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and then Toronto's gonna play in Tampa to start the season. Shout yeah. out to Fred Van Vliet because that man deserves that contract. Four years, and I'm, happy that he, yeah. I'm happy he's staying in Toronto too. Yeah, I don't want him to good. leave anywhere. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he didn't go to the Pistons. I know the Pistons were offering him stupid I'm money. I'm glad so. he didn't go to the Knicks. I know. The, I think the Knicks were offering him good money too. So I'm. I'm just happy he stayed there. I think he fits there very well. Yeah. And now he's getting paid, so now he can just go out there and focus on his game. Yep. We'll so, see, man. But I'm excited. That, like you said, the season starts in a couple of weeks. Well, in a month, basically, from now. I just. I can't wait yeah. for the schedule to come out, bro. I'm waiting for that schedule to come out. Circle my Christmas Day games. I know. I, wonder, I mean, obviously the Lakers are going to be there, but I wonder who they're going to play. Maybe the Nets. What do you think it's going to be before we go? What what team do you want the Lakers to play in Christmas Day? Uh, uh, I would like to see the Nets. The Nets Brooklyn? Lakers. Yeah. Okay. That'd be okay. a good one. Or Boston Lakers. You know, classic matchup on Christmas would be good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like those two teams. I don't know anybody in the West. Maybe the Blazers. If you're going east, I kind of want to go with Miami. Miami finals rematch? I know they like to do that a lot, too, so maybe that. If you're going west, I don't know. I wanted the Warriors, but now that plays hurt. I don't know, yeah. maybe. Pelicans, maybe? Zion? I don't want to see that. I don't <laughs> want to see that. I hate New Orleans, bro. I, I don't like watching them play sometimes on TV. It's Why unnessary. You don't know Zion's playing. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Bro, I don't want to take that risk on Christmas Day. All right. Well, so, yeah. we hope y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. 
Uh, I don't know if you have anything else to say, Julian, but I'm done. No, guys, just enjoy it. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, but be, be safe. safe. Guys. Remember, yeah. we're still in a pandemic. Don't be 